Hello, and welcome to a Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, and I'll be your editor for this game. In this game run by Cody, we made one-shot characters who are all part of a monster-hunting sect of the Order of Desna, and have some kind of past trauma that defines or hinders them. The players are Britt as Cory, a cleric, Michaela as Sandara, a ranger, Alex as Dwin, a wizard, and myself as Red, a monk. We hope you all enjoy The Nightmare of Daymore. So, yeah, how do we want to, like, what, what do we want our plan to be? Are we going to just start outside somewhere? Are we going to, like, huddle in a fucking corner and wait <laughs> for things to come out before we step out? Like, what what do we want to do? You hide under a blanket in the middle of the town, and when it's ready to go, you just all jump out of the blanket. Oh, that sounds foolproof. I'm glad you agree. Uh, so as far as the plan goes, um, I think knowing where the, that thing, uh, where, where exactly on the map, Cody, was that thing when that we saw it before? This is what I imagined. On the uh, give me one because I can't remember because again it's been a week. Um, and that's that you know, obviously that's gonna play great for uh for a radio drama. Wow, that thing's a bit bigger than I thought it was gonna be. Right oh God. there. Oh God. Uh, that's right. Yeah, so we were looking like at an oblique angle out of our like room window out towards the church is where we saw it. So Okay, Cody, you've officially scared me with the size of that token. Uh for for those of you <laughs> at home who who can't see it. Uh, Cody has made a three by three token, whereas the rest of us are on single squares. Uh, this thing is taking up nine, nine yeah, squares. That's, that's a huge size creature. Nine squares. Yeah. Three by three is nine. You should see how big a gargantuan creature is. <laughs> oh, really? That's spoiler. Uh -huh. Is that is that why that the, the the bit on the side was kind of blanked out and I couldn't see it? You were just hiding it over there. Yeah, that's my fog of war to hide my uh, NPC tokens. Okay, that is so good. Not a bad idea, to be honest. Okay, so my question is then: in preparation, we knew where that we saw it relatively last night. That's about where I want to set up the uh, the glue trap. Which now I'm not sure that it's going to work exactly, but mm, yeah, I've I've just sprayed Elmer's glue on your foot. How do you feel? Are you <laughs> stuck? No, just a little gross. <laughs> oh, it's a Christmas themed one now. So, that makes uh, it less scary, right? Oh yeah, Christmas yeah. theme definitely makes it less scary. There's definitely nothing scary about Christmas, especially not the Krampus. See, or I'm the, glad. Whatever I'm that glad Welsh we know thing what's going on. Fucking yeah, horse skull. Yeah, 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 or the Welsh thing with the horse skull, which I honestly think is super cool. I kind of want one. I'd look it up, but I but I can't pronounce anything in Welsh. That's I like mean, asking me to pronounce anything in Gaelic. 
Yeah, I mean, that's basically anyone that's not from there. It's like trying to speak Navajo or something. It's like Mary Lou, but with all the wrong letters in it. Uh... You are right. It is Mar- Mary Lude. Um, but it's wait, let me see that this will give me the right, pronunciation really on Wikipedia. It will not. Just type it into Google and then uh, hit the little ba- button that pronounces it for you. No, I'm good. <laughs> no, that's too much. That's too much extra work. Okay, random random question here for you, Cody. Um, the roofs of the buildings in this town are what? Thatched, wooden, uh, shingle, like ceramic tile. They're like wood and thatch combination between the two. Uh, standable. I'll say. Remember, standable. the knoll was standing on top How of it. How steep and or slick do they appear? Uh, what is the reason for your asking? I'm just, well, I'm basically wondering how, how reasonable it would be to get up on, well, to be up on a roof without having to just be, like, prone clinging to it, uh, and still be able oh, to yeah, do Oh, yeah, fairly something. reasonable. Yeah, that, okay. that's why I asked, because, like, if you were wanting to use them for, like, to set them up and make them even more slick. When the knolls got on there to make them a trap, they were going to be steep enough to do that. But if you uh, are asking to ask if you can stand on them, yeah, they are shallow enough that you can just yeah, kind of I stand don't, on them. Yeah, I don't necessarily have anything that'll make it more slick. Um, I was just thinking, like, did we want to, like, start on a roof? Uh, get up on a roof before full sundown? And I'm also trying to remember... Um, it felt like this thing like flew through town and then like settled on that roof. I feel like in some form, like it flew past our window. We saw shape fly past, and then uh, red spotted it on the roof over there, or something like that. Either that, or it was the knolls that we saw pass. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so, Cody, for clarification, did did we see this thing on the roof or on the on the ground? Uh, you saw it the wrapped around the steeple. So okay, like, it's hard. It's hard to show in the top-down view, but the part that's got the circle around it is like a good thirty feet taller than the. Oh, okay, back okay, building. okay, cool. That makes sense. Okay, but it was wrapped all around it, so like technically, I could go and start punching its feet. Yeah, yeah, it's, you could punch it, punch it in the butt. Punch it in the butt. You can Ooh. put your fist up its cloaca. Ah, uh, yes, that's the reptile slash bird term. Be a, be a creature mechanic. Get yourself in there up to the elbow. It's not called greased elbows for nothing. Uh, I don't want to cast the grease spell like this. <laughs> you don't have to cast anything. The grease just comes with the territory. <laughs> Gross. All bit. right. Uh, so, where are we setting up as the sun sets? So, what do we want to do? Do we get want to get on like the main church roof, or do, like? 
<laughs> Do we want to get on the main roof, like, behind the steeple? It's kind of what I'm... Mm. Like, obviously, the church itself is, like, kind of bad juju, so that's a little sketchy, but... Yeah, it, like, threw me against a wall. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... I don't know. I mean, I've got range spells, so whatever, mm -hmm. I guess. I'm just trying to think, because we expect gnolls again, and we expect this creature, right? So maybe one of the, like, the smaller building roofs, where, like, we can at least have bigger, wider view? Well, if you want my, uh, my, my opinion on this, uh, I, I think that, uh, the two ranged people, uh, Sandara and Dwin, should probably take a roof so, so as to give yourselves, uh, better, uh, better placement and an, and an advantage, uh, when it comes to, uh, Possibly uh, pl placing your arrows or your spells. Whereas I think that myself and Corey need to uh, maybe keep a little bit of a keep keep the ability to to move around the battlefield uh, as best as possible. Okay. Well, so one thing I'm thinking about is um, if I start near you guys, then I can get at least one of you before all the shit hits the fan with a buff spell. Either haste or spider climb or something. Okay. The um, spider climb might be best suited for you, Red, since I do have Absolutely stuff. Absolutely not. No? Do you? Do you? What do you have I to have a get up onto a building? I, I have a couple. Well, not to really get up on the building. I guess I would need that to get up on the building because I don't have a grappling hook like you do. I'm also not saying, weighed down by armor. What I was saying was, like, if you were to, like, get knocked down, you'd be able to use the spider climb to get up fast and still hit, whereas I can also still hit if I get knocked down. That way they're never going to keep you down. Although, uh, as you said, I, I do have quite a bit of armor. And she just kind of like holds her shield up and jingles her chainmail. Whereas Red is like literally in basically like a karate gi and is just like hopping around, get, getting the blood flowing. And like, I mean, if you need me to, I can just start acrobaticsing and start playing Assassin's Creed and getting up there. I do have a plus 13 acrobatics check. Mine is a plus seven. <laughs> I think what I'm thinking is that Dwin casts Spider Climb on um, our cleric, um, on Corey, um, when shit kicks off. Do one of these buildings flanking the church um, look the most easy to climb or has the best, best vantage? Like, the ones flanking the church, uh, they're all relatively, I wouldn't say difficult to climb. Like, it'll take... Actions. It'll take actions. Like, it'll probably take, like, two actions, but none of the uh, basic roofs are, like, hard enough to climb that I'd make you make an athletics check to do so. Okay. 
So, like, okay, let's say for sake of um, just clarity, if if I uh, start myself um, like there, right? What like how many actions and or whatever's would it take to get up to the top? Um, to the it would yeah. uh yeah it would it would take two actions okay so like two move actions to get up there all right cool good to know yeah. so yeah I don't know um I'd be inclined to um basically start over here and have like you guys be close enough that um like start near the church because we kind of think that's where things are gonna maybe pop out go from there and kind of start together so we can kind of so like near the church but like near a building that you've dubbed this is the building i want to be on yeah kind of that's what i'm thinking we're like you know Dwin and sandara can maybe end up on one rooftop and just take you know range shots at things and you do you two can rush off and you'll be close enough to maybe deal with some stuff um uh given the size of the thing might i recommend that uh we don't keep everyone on the uh on the same rooftop or on the same well, side well there's going to be knolls as well like i don't think anyone wants to be just alone and if I'm going to have him cast on me, I need to at least be near him to cast this spell. Wait, where where was your dog thing, by the way? Uh, figuring. One second. I think that I'd put it kind of like right around here-ish. Okay, cool. So basically next to the building that you want to be on which is technically further away than the other small building that's to the right of the church. Okay. Um, it, according to the map, because this the building that's to the right is a yeah. little bit closer to the church. At, uh, like, um, what sort of range um, do you have with your bow um, on Sandara? I don't know if she heard you or if she's typing in the other chat no i'm looking okay it doesn't specify a range so what what sort of bow are you using i've got a crossbow and a short bow crossbow is a range of 120 feet short bow is a range of 60 feet so you're not going to take penalties with either if it's within 60 feet. And both buildings are within 60 feet on the map. Easily. Like even from the back of that furthest corner. <laughs> so I don't know if you have a strong feeling on a building, I'll join you there. Um, I just feel like the two of us should probably stick together to not get singled out and overwhelmed. You're staying with Corey, right? No, because Corey's going to be with Red. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to so end you up and being I will with be Red. Together, and Corey will be near us for the very start. Uh, I've got no preference. 
Um, my character is pretty athletic and sprightly. Cool. Um, I I think I'm probably like the least mobile of anyone. Okay, so if you guys are going to all be over there, I'm actually going to be over on this side. Okay. Uh, because I don't exactly recall how flanking exactly works, but I do need it for my thing. So flanking is basically flat-footed, which is like you guys have to end up on opposite sides of the creature. Right. Um, you have to be able to draw a line through it, right? Yeah, essentially. It's something like that. Um, pretty easy to accomplish with a huge size creature. Uh, and then you get basically the the creature has a minus two to its AC. But yeah, that's what happens. But then, yeah, you get to use diffs. I mm-hmm. could make it to like one of these spots to be directly opposite of you. Well, no, that's you about- do need to be. You do need to be like attacking it, like in, in yeah, melee for in me. Melee for him to get flanking. So I'm just gonna get all up in here. Sorry, that was. I was a little too close to the mic if that was too loud. That did come out a little bit spookier than normal. <laughs> I, I've i been leaning on my mic when I'm not talking, like my face directly on it. So when I said that last thing, I was talking directly on the mic. Aha. My bad. All right. Well, are we, we think we're good to kick this off. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Yeah. Oh, um. How are you guys on like dark vision and stuff? Should we preset some like torches around? I mean, if we need it, I can cast light. I mean, I have dark vision, but I just don't want everyone else to get caught out. Uh, I do not have dark vision. You know, the problem with being a human. I have low light vision. Well, we we could probably like throw light some torches and have them like, you know, have spent a gold or whatever, got some torches and um, kind of place them around our little building here. I have five torches in my backpack. Um, I also have five torches in my backpack. You could maybe. How long does light last? Do 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 do. Is it concentration or um, one object of one bulk or less, either unattended or possessed by you or by a willing ally? Twenty foot radius, dim light for the next twenty feet, like a torch. The light spell. If you cast this on a second object, the light spell ends on the first object. It doesn't say how long it lasts. I guess until I. Undo it. Undo it. It's a cantrip. Yeah, I think it's pretty minor magic. Yeah, it just says the object glows, casting bright light in a 20-foot radius and a dim light for the next 20 feet like a torch. If you cast a spell again on a second object, the light spell on the first object ends. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be kind of like Gandalf's light and Lord of the Rings. Oh, it says duration until the next time you make your daily preparations. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and it can last hours. So, like, just cast light on it. (laughs) Well, 
Yeah, they, she could also potentially cast it on, like, one of your items, so you've always got light moving with you if she's got better vision. Yeah, because I have low light vision. Yeah, and you're kind of on the side that we're going to have torches. Uh, I mean, you can cast it on my hand wraps and then I'll have glowing fists. I mean, I could cast it on your fists if you really wanted it cast on your fists. It it does not matter to me. You just need to be able to see, dude. I can also just, like, cast it on the steeple once I get up there and, like... Or cast it on the steeple and then come back, like, as a preparation thing. Yeah, but what if it decides to roost on a different roof? That's fair. Um, I can cast it on... Hold on. This is... How, I, I have how about we set up some torches it. and then we can light them as needed? I was going to say, I can cast it on my rope and then just throw the rope at you. <laughs> okay, whatever. I mean, we can we can just set up some torches around town and do that. Torches give you that light in a twenty foot radius, and then dim light for the next twenty feet. You can also use it as an improvised weapon to deal one d four bludgeoning damage and one fire damage. No, I'm good, dude. I can also just cast it on a fucking rock, and you can take the rock and be like, "This is my light rock now." Sure. I'll I'll ta- I'll take the light rock and put it in my pocket in case that I need it. Excellent. Problem solved. I will cast light on his rock. His rock is now light. Is that a light in your pocket? Yeah, how'd you know? No, it's a rock. Right, no, well, this I'm is ready. Patrick. It's not a boulder. It's a rock. All right. So everybody set up and ready to go. As yes, ready to go as I can be. All right. The sun begins to set. And as it does, uh, you all go about your last minute plans. Like you said, uh, getting torches lit, getting the trap set up. Getting into good vantage points. Uh, as about 7 o'clock hits, those of you standing near doors hear them latch shut. And twilight falls over the village. Just as the eerie silence sets in and your tired eyes begin to droop from the constant alertness they've been in the past several hours. A thunderous noise blows against the boarded up windows of the church as if something is pressing against the wards that were recently repaired. Uh, It seems... If the presence last night seemed eerie, this one seems angered. As bursting 
pressing against the boards, the runes light up, doing their job containing it. You get worried that maybe the seal will break, but right in the final moments of the evening, the howling and shuddering and shifting of this building calms just enough that you relax. And just as you do, the creature bursts through the top of the steeple, slithering down the sides. It's uh, jackal head uh, eye level with those of you standing on top of roofs across the street from it. This is the thing I saw, right? Oh yeah, this is for sure the thing you saw last night. The nightmare. Is this the thing I saw all those years ago? Uh, no. The head, it's got the head of a jackal, but it is definitely bigger and badder than what you saw. Uh, you can assume it's got some of the same abilities, uh, because it's kind of a, uh, dark magic chimera of sorts, but it's definitely something bigger, uh, as it levels its eyes with you, uh, you hear, uh, Corey, you hear a familiar whistle as a stranger walking up the street of the village uh, is whistling a tune that your sister Beth used to whistle. No. And standing in the center of the square, that's, uh, it's hard to make out from this distance, but it definitely looks like it could be her. It's vaguely Beth-shaped. Cody, stop it. Stop what? I see that. I see the name of that token. You see nothing. I forget where the hide button is. But yes, uh, you see approaching a is a gnome woman carrying a large battle axe over her shoulder as she approaches you can't tell if she's heading towards you or towards the nightmare uh, but as she does blue alerts red to a presence on the uh, rooftop of the general store I'm going to uh, once it once it blue starts giving his uh, his alerting how I'm going to call to the others. Uh, hey gang, we got a uh, we got com- we got more company than we think. Uh, it's not just it's not just what we got in front. Something's on top of the uh, on top of Faraday's general store. Can you make out what it is? Uh, I don't. F- Cody, could could I make a perception check on that, or yeah, is yeah, that going to take part check. of my turn? <laughs> no, no, you can go ahead and make a perception. 
It is most certainly person shaped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Corey, I know you're here. Oh, uh, what? Come out, Corey. I know you're here. Uh, which sister does that sound like? The one that's on the ground, whistling. Okay. In between whistling, she calls out to you. So it's Beth. Yes. Uh, Corey's gonna turn and face uh, the direction that she is hearing the noise. Um, how dark is it outside? I mean, we set up torches, so probably not very dark. Yeah, you uh, you definitely, uh, from that distance, uh, you can see that this is Beth. Uh, maybe I should put her in the grid and not on the grid. There we go. Excellent. Um, does the tone that she's using sound like the tone you gave me, Chris? Yes. Oh, I don't like that tone. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're here. Don't make me look for you, because I'll find you. Unlike you looking for us. I'll try harder. Beth? I hear you. Where are you? Uh, Corey's not moving from the spot she's currently in. Um... Beth, is that really you? Yes, why wouldn't it be? The wind puts you, a hand on your shoulder. You died. You're funny. Is that why you stopped looking for us? Your bodies weren't found. After the explosion, there was nothing. Oh, so that's why you stopped. Because you didn't think we were around anymore. Well, as you can see, I'm very much alive. But I can't quite see you. How do I know you're still alive? Cody, do I have direct line of sight? Like, there's nothing blocking me, or am I hidden behind this wheelbarrow? Uh, yeah, you've got, like, partial concealment behind the uh, wheelbarrow. Okay. You can. Twin will uh, quietly say to you, Brings out the worst nightmares in us. It's not real. Is is there something to roll to like disbelieve something, or is this an illusion I can roll against, or is this an actual person? <laughs> uh, try making a will save and find out. Yeah, and do the rest of us see them? Uh, yeah, the rest of you see a. Uh, from what you can make out across the roof is a small uh, woman in ranger garb with a uh, longbow. And in front of you is a gnome uh, warrior with a great axe. And she's just got the great axe across her back with her hands holding it, just kind of slopped over it a little bit. And she's just walking very slowly. So the great axe isn't out? 
No, it's out. It's across <laughs> her. It's like laying across her shoulders with her hands holding it so she could quickly swing it over if she needed to. I should have rolled in the fucking dice channel. So being a watchful halfling, I get plus two circumstance bonus on perceptions to sense enchanted or possessed characters um, because I am used to paying close attention to people and will notice if they act out of character. I mean, roll that perception check. You get a plus two, you still got to roll it. I was just letting you know. Hey, Cody, I'd also like to roll a perception check. Yeah. So I got a, I get a plus one circumstance bonus to perception and will saves against illusions, but I rolled a one. So. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These are. Oh, shit. 100%. Oh, I get a 20. That's super cool. Oh, shit. That's cool. Tell me what I see. What do you see with your eyeballs? Uh, yeah. So, uh, with your perception check, uh, these don't look to be possessed uh, or enchanted. Yeah, they they appear solid as day. They look like real peoples to you. And Brit, they definitely. Like, these are for sure your sisters. These are real, real people. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I get another roll. I'm rolling in the damn dice channel from now on. So while this is talking, do we all get actions? Because this is kind of going on for a bit. Uh, Yeah, you all get a action. And is this creature doing anything? It hasn't yet. Snarling. So how does uh, stealth work in this? I just rolled a 19 to look for people. Uh, Yeah, like, they're not hidden. Uh, They're just concealed. Uh, I don't think anybody's stealthed. I am not stealthed. I am half behind a wheelbarrow, but I'm not stealthed. Yeah, same. Okay. So yeah, uh, will everybody roll initiative? Oh boy. Yay. That's going to be our perception and then yeah. anything else that's that's added in like from bonus stuff. It's perception and then if you have like a bonus to initiative that's listed right below. You would add that okay. together. I'm going to yell at Joe next I see him. Why? Because originally in my backstory, I put how, you know, they died in the explosion. And Joe was like, you should add that their bodies were never found. That way it gives more story options. So I did. And it's biting me in the butt. (laughs) Yep. 26. What was I doing? Oh, yeah. Where is... 30! Oh, damn. So it's just plus the perception you said, unless there's something else to modify it. Yeah. Fuck this thing. I got a one for initiative. Did did you not add in your perception? You had to add your your perception. My initiative bonus or my perception? 
perception. Oh, if I'm adding my perception, because my initiative is a plus zero, my perception is a yeah, plus thirteen. Yeah, so that, basically, perception is what you use for initiative. The plus initiative is there just for if you have like a specific feat that increases just your initiative or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, like I have, I have incredible initiative, which gives me a plus two to initiative, but my base perception is ten. Gotcha. So then I have a 14 for initiative. 21 and 22. Ah, oh, you're controlling both of them? <laughs> Maybe. Surprise! Cool. 21 is Jenny and 22 is Beth. Alright, and how many did Corey get? Uh, 14. Hey, look who chatted with you for initiative, Brendan. I don't like it. Stop. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, yeah, we got the exact same role. Uh, so, yeah, I'll let you go first. I guess. Uh, so this thing appears to be stuck currently. I'm going to. Is that correct or not? Uh, yeah, the. You haven't shot it yet, so it's not stuck yet. It's just staring there because it wants to right now. It's okay. done its epic boss battle pose, and it hasn't gotten a chance to move yet. But you haven't activated the sticky trap. Yeah, we're still in cutscene mode. Well, someone who has a flaming arrow of some kind to activate the sticky trap, that's what they gotta do. Mm-hmm. Um... Probably not a great idea for me to be in melee when that goes off. Cody, question. Do I know about Jenny? No, I don't, because I have a really I rolled really shitty on the perception. Yeah, you know that there is a person up there. Thanks to blue, but you don't know who it is or what they're doing. Uh, And then we can hear the other two, Jenny and Beth, right? Or Beth, at least. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Beth, you t- you totally know where Beth is. What 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 is with the someone's checking uh, the AOE? The, no, the uh, for some reason when I hit my push talk button, it dragged the ice cone. Oh, and then I let go uh, of it, okay. and Beth, it was just there on Beth. It's it's not not a real thing. Okay, we okay. can hold her. Shit, I'm gonna make a make a rational decision here. Um, I'm going to, because I have stupid movement as a monk. Uh, I'm going to go over here as one of my actions. Going to hit Beth with an A-train. I'm going to assume uh, Red is then like as soon as that he gets into that area where that Beth would be kind of like in his uh, in his field I guess and correct me if this is not something that can be done in Pathfinder just in case Uh, Red is going to get down into the low wolf stance using uh, my second action for the turn 
And then the other thing that I'm going to do is, and this is my question about if this is doable in Pathfinder, I am not going to attack her, but if she does move towards Corey or becomes aggressive, that's when I want to actually hit her with the wolf you hold your action? So you want to yeah. prepare an action? Yeah, I want to prepare an action for if that she does, like, become hostile or moves towards Corey. And when it, she when I do that, I'm going to be like, don't move. I know that you're a friend of Corey's, but this is a very delicate matter. If you if you make a move towards her, I will be forced to hit. You can ready an action. You prepare to use an action that will occur outside your turn. Choose a single action or free action that you can use and designate a trigger. Your turn then ends. The trigger you designated occurs before the start of your next turn. You can use the chosen action as a reaction. Okay, so it would be my reaction if the chosen trigger happens. And the chosen trigger is basically she becomes hostile or makes a move towards Corey. If uh, we've been working together for a while, you would know um, the names Beth and Jenny as Corey's sisters. Mm hmm. Yeah, like I don't want to make assumptions that they are bad. But yeah, I mean, that's we why would, the, we would know your story that they're they were supposedly dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, but supposedly is the is the operative term here, which is why that Red's not going to just murder yeah, his friend's it. sisters. That's why it's a hold your action, not a uh not a uh, yeah. attack, I I punch your sister in the face. Rude. Yeah, that that's going to be my turn if if that is acceptable, Cody. Yeah. So as you are speaking to uh to Beth, the nightmare roars and a uh volley of spectral arrows uh come forth, uh, reminiscent of your time on the battlefield, uh, charging towards you, uh, Red. Make me a will save. Okay. What direction do they come from? Uh, they come from, like, the mouth of the uh, nightmare. Twenty-one. That's blackjack. You won. Good job. Congrats. Look, I won. I even got the blackjack. Oh my god. Terrible. Terrible. If only. Uh, so the arrows uh, bring back uh, flashbacks to your time in the war. Uh, you see scattered around your feet uh, your fellow soldiers pin-cushioned. Uh, men you fought side-by-side, side, men who you called brother, uh, laying at your feet, bleeding out as you take 8d6 mental damage and become frightened too. Well, that's not ideal. Did you say 8d6 mental damage? Jesus Christ, bud. Yeah. Uh, 
brutal. Buddy, I'm going to be real with you. I don't know if I'm going to survive this. It's a horror game, dude. We all die in the end. <laughs> TPK. TPK. What if we're all ghosts that are haunting this town and they've come to clean it up? That's what totally what's going on. You figured it out. Damn. Okay. Oh man, I love man, love freaking Path Builder. This thing is just like, oh man, hey, you're frightened too? Red. Hey, yep. here, here's what it actually does to your stats. Yeah, that's cool, right? Yeah. Ooh. Brendan, you are at a good distance for me to reach you with a healing spell. I will let you know that that hit me for a little bit under a quarter of my health. <laughs> a little bit a little under bit a quarter under? of your health? Ah, damn. I, I have 83 health, so like... God damn! damn I am I am a I am a chunky guy. Okay, well, good to know. But I can I can I can cast heal up to thirty feet away. Yeah, that is good to know what your health is. Oh boy! <clears throat> ah, I can put a health bar on you. Fun. Uh, yeah, and with that, the uh, the nightmare's turn is over. So it's Sandara. The health bar is cool. I like Albert Rodeo. It's rad, right? I'm not at 100%. I'm at 66 out of 68. At like 98%. Got my one emotional damage. <clears throat> my one emotional damage. Just give me another NPC to play. <laughs> need anymore <laughs> you got plenty of NPCs to ruin our fun I sent Joe the text that says just so you know in addition, uh, the addition you added to my backstory has come to bite me in the ass and he just goes he 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 is there any way to put the initiative order on here so we can see it uh yeah if you click on the sword with wings the uh, clash button, the uh, button all the way to the right. Okay. I've got the order and health up there. And ACs. So I would like to light an arrow on fire and shoot at the glue trap that I'm supposed to do before anything else. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's smart. What, what do I do? Roll to do that. <laughs> Roll a ranged attack. With your short bow. Okay, with whatever one of the five bows you want to use. Why do you have so many bows? I like options. Okay. <laughs> oh. Let's see. And the house gets set on fire. Well, that's a church, so I'm really not too concerned. Oh, rude. The roof. The roof. The roof is on fire. Oh, I, I was joking about the house she was on got caught on fire because she never oh. on it. I don't have that power though. Yeah, I'm not using the uh, the rumble anymore. I'm doing it in the dice channel. I feel that. I've seen a lot of ones tonight. 
Uh, yeah, you can choose to redo this with a hero point. I choose to redo this with a hero point. Hey. Good old hero points. Mm-hmm. Well, technically it's better. Nice much momentum. Hey, uh, five, five is notably better than one. Uh, the flaming arrow flies through the air and catches the bag, the wax from around the canvas, uh, melts off and a sort of black tar explosion, uh, coats the snake-like creature and the chapel in a black tar. Sticking them in place. I will use the hunt prey feature I have, which takes two actions, it looks like, and designates a single creature as my prey. I will focus my attacks on that critter, um, giving me plus two circumstance bonuses, two perceptions, plus two circumstance, two survival checks, and ignore penalty for making ranged attacks. Uh, on the prey that I'm hunting, which will be the big bad. Yeah, uh, to let you know, that applies to absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you're not tracking it, you're within your range band, uh, you're not looking for it, it's kind of big, it's kind of there. It's like, you're welcome to do it, that's cool flavor, but mechanically it doesn't do anything. Does it apply because of Hunter's Edge? Because there's something in Hunter's Edge that talks about hunted prey. So I don't know if she has any of that or not. I do. So, yeah, because I do have additional stuff with Hunter's Prey and Hunter's Edge stuff, I have to designate that thing as my prey first. So then after naming it as my prey, I'll levy the crossbow at it and try to aim and shoot it. Well, Michaela, I believe in you. You can do the thing. So for your second attack, it's a at a plus seven instead of plus twelve. But I'm not a fan of this one anymore. I used to like the roll better. Well, maybe if you stop rolling fives. All right, uh, as Sandra's arrow uh, sinks into the uh, building next to the nightmare, uh, it rounds out to Dwin's turn. Okay. Um, so, obviously, I see Beth. Um, do I see the person on the rooftop across the street? Uh, roll me a perception check. Uh, actually, yeah, because uh, Sandara passed her perception check and would have called it out. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, like, do I see them enough that I can target them? Yeah. Okay. Then I don't need to roll a perception check for that. No. Yeah. Um, he's casting Spider Climb on Corey still. Um, and then. Um, he's going to start casting, um, another spell that's a single action, um, that's his focus spell called, uh, Protective Ward. Um, so a five foot radius emanation centered on me, so that would get, 
uh, me and Corey right now. Um, you emanate a shimmering aura of protective magic. You and any allies in the area gain a plus one bonus to AC. Um, yeah. So that would be my turn. So she and I would have plus one to AC, and she would have spider claw. Oh, that brings us to Beth's turn. Alrighty. So I get three actions, correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, um... Can they all be attacks? They can. Okay. Um, so Beth's gonna look at this person that just ran up to her and assumed a martial arts position and is looking threatening and just say, I'm just looking for my sister. We have some things to talk about. You're in my way. And just going to start swinging on him. Uh, as a reaction, I'm going to wolf fang fist her. Okay. Yep. So your wolf fang fist goes off first. I wish you had gone before me. <laughs> Damn. Does an 18 hit? It does not. Hero point. <laughs> no. Mm. I mean, you don't have to. I'm just... Save it for an inevitable botch. Yeah, I'm going to save it for an inevitable botch. Yeah. I mean, those do save you from death. Okay. Uh, so I can go ahead and swing, correct? Do I take anything? Does it decrease per swing? Yeah, it's my uh, yeah. first swing. Yeah, so my your first one's at plus 10, your second one's at plus 5, and your third one is flat. Okay. I'm going to roll the first one in this rumble thing, although I'm not a huge fan of it. It's been working great for me. Does a uh, 21 hit you? Uh, because I'm frightened, yes, that meets. Okay. Ouch. Buddy. 16 damage. Oh. 21 again. Hits again. 19 damage. What the fuck, Chris? Boy. Wow. At least you okay. feel better. I can only nat 20 on the next one to hit you. Did, did it not take you an action to get your axe out? I said my axe was already out. Oh, I thought you it said was, it was. Uh, it was literally, hold, she was holding it across her back. Like, resting across her back so she could swing it straight down. Oh, yeah, sure. I pictured that totally differently from what... Okay, I get it now. Yeah, kind of like across like her over shoulder. Over your shoulder, almost. Yeah. Yeah, I thought See it was See that one like misses? Ray! Dropped behind your back. Uh, so I think Beth is done. Mm-hmm. And I think Jenny goes next. Jenny does go next. Oh, boy. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the word out about the work we put into this show. If you wanted to ask us any questions, you can contact us through Twitter at a pair of dice lost or email at a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Horrific by Kevin McLeod, used under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, remember to refresh those hero points.